<laughs> it's just so funny to see you sitting there and your dick is literally the hot dog. <laughs> Eyes up here. Your systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. You know what freaks everybody out? <laughs> Telling everybody that you're postponing a podcast. Oh. I didn't realize how many people listened until everybody said, See? you're not like stopping though, are you? Nope. <laughs> said, we're not stopping. Yeah, no. we've done two this week so far. Two, not one. Two. two. That's pretty good. I, but everybody figured it out. They were like, we knew once you guys started new jobs, your schedule would get messed up. A little up. bit, man. What's up, asshole? Talk to... Oh. Which cat? That cat. He's the asshole. He's the asshole doing that. Yeah. This cat is destroying Pat's vintage radio he got from his mom. It's not exactly a uh, in mint condition working. I know, you but... You have to... Like, like, I feel like you have to describe... It's like, it's, uh, 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 God, I had all the details written down like three months ago and now I forgot. Because we were going to sell it. We were going to try and sell it. it. And then Pat was like, well, we were going to try and sell it when we were moving to Hawaii because um, wood famously out there does not last because it's so humid and wet that it'll mold. So we're like, well, it's a great radio, but we really should, we can't bring it with. And then we decided to move to Arizona. And said, oh, we can bring the radio with. So now it's really cool. I'll post a picture of it. Um, he uses it as a like a base for his uh, DJ set. Yeah. Like a table. And it's really cool. Except the cats are fucking it up. And I I mean, it's ridiculous. This thing this thing was in better shape before we brought it in the house. Well, you're the one who's home more than I am. So don't you need yell to keep at an me. I Wait. don't know when they're doing. They're not doing See? that when I'm working. If I'm in here and they're messing stuff up, I yell. I, so what do I do? Do I yell at him like yeah, I am right now? He's holding him right now. Stop that. Don't you do that. Is he purring? That's a bad kitty. That's a You'll bad kitty. never get mad at him for anything. What am I supposed to do? I him? don't know. <laughs> No, you're not supposed to hit him. That's what I'm saying. What am I supposed to do? Although I feel like of everything on the radio, the part that he's destroying could probably easily be replaced. Mm. He's like destroying the screen part in front of the speaker. And I feel like of everything on there, we could probably replace that. You got me. But now it just looks more uh, more vintage. More vintage. Who cares? You little jerk. Don't care anymore. All right. How's everyone doing? Look at that. We're back here at it. Look at twice. Twice in one week. Twice in one week. We'll 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 keep this up. We just had a. Co- I've uh, <laughs> come home to the most amazing media. First off, AJ has to realize that I, I don't have access to social media or my phone all day long. Like legitimately, where I work, it's a uh, treatment center, right? So we're an inpatient center, and we yeah. have folks that are coming there to deal with a variety of issues. Um, so we kind of have, I wouldn't say strict. But, you know, we have, get it. we have rules regarding that kind of stuff. And I'm also, since being a therapist, I've learned that my day is blocked out in 30 to 60 minute chunks all yep. day long. <laughs> so it just doesn't leave a lot of like time where I used to have for, you know, picking up a phone. Even when I worked on the radio, you'd have a few minutes in between a song and you just check your phone. Yeah. You know, I can't do that now. 
So, I'm actually surprised when he texts me back now. I come home and I, I, I walk in. Hello, children. Everyone comes running. It's very leave it to beaver. And then AJ immediately hits me with, you haven't been on Facebook or Instagram, have you? And I'm, no, of course not. And she, boom, 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 opens everything up. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to Arizona's next great snake handler and wrangler. It is uh, Miss AJ over here, ladies and gentlemen. She's amazing. Victory. She, she is, you, seriously, I mean this. I cheered on this video like I would one of our residents <laughs> overcoming some sort of trauma. Uh, if you aren't hip to our social media, please go on there right now. Instagram, Facebook, it's all up there. You'll find it maybe a few days later, whatever, but search it's for there. it. Uh, you will find a video of AJ discovering our very first snake on our property here in Arizona. Now, we just moved here three months ago, and yes, everyone tells you that uh, famously things in Arizona want to kill you. Yeah, I mean, the way they made it sound before we moved here, I expected the house to be, like, dripping with snakes yes. and scorpions. Very and like Indiana Jones. Yeah, and like a bobcat, like, <laughs> living in the crawl space. Needless to say, it's not quite that bad, but yes, there are a lot of creatures around here that will get into your property and mess you up. So snakes are always the biggest. People talk about rattlesnakes, and AJ's all into biking and, uh, you know, walking and hiking, and you gotta be very aware of your surroundings say, when you do that. We- We've seen um, we've seen coyotes twice. Yes. Well, I've seen coyotes twice yep. now. Didn't you see them again the I, other night? Yep, I saw them the other night. So we both saw coyotes. Um, saw the javelinas out in. Uh, you saw the javelinas the first time. This is the first snake I've seen though. Okay, but yeah. So AJ shows me this uh, social media post of her finding a snake swimming in our pool. Right. Not only was the snake swimming in our pool. I was swimming in the pool. That's right. She turns around, boom, snakes in the pool. She's in the pool. Now, what does this woman do? If you haven't been following the saga of AJ and the world's most badly, uh, you know, uh, um, reputable animal because of the Bible, a poor snake just gets, they get the, hit over the head. The Indiana Jones movies do nothing really? for it either. You know, Anaconda, they just really make them like They make them, beings. yeah, you really feel like every evil. snake is out to bite your they head off. They make them evil, I right? feel bad for them now. But so you famously were always kind of like, ooh, snakes. And, and then and then Pat brought home a yeah. snake without telling me as a pet, and I was pretty pissed about that. And you stayed pissed, but you slowly kind of came to terms with the snake. Then it was the snake's kind of cute. And then the big bonding moment is when AJ moved out here to Oro Valley, Arizona, where we reside now. But it's a three and a half day drive from Michigan. Yeah, you made this big cross country trip, and, and basically, I brought the dog, the bird, and the snake. Yeah. The three the animals. The bird you can hear right now yes. screeching because the fucking cat has to kick the door open of to course. be inside. Well, and she always she she did this in our old house in Michigan too. When we did the podcast, she I would know. she would chirp like. But crazy. at least here we can shut the door. Can you shut the door? Someone shut the door. Can we call a producer? Thank you very much. That was, <laughs> that was a pillow being thrown. It and works. you actually close the door. Um, now watch. He's going to, I swear to God, he's going to go tap it open. I shit you not. Ooh, the cat? <laughs> the cat, yeah. Son of a bitch. That's what he does when I'm working in here. No. If the door is open, he'll close it. If it's closed, he'll open well, it. Well, boy, it's going to be real fun if we ever want to rent this out to right? anyone. <laughs> Do you mind doing a podcast with a cat on your lap? Anyways, um, but yeah, so Pat and Dylan flew out with the cats in June, and I said, well, how are the other animals going to get out here? Yeah. I drove with them, and... Yeah, the snake freaked me out because I've never been one-on-one with the snake. That's always been Pat and Dylan's responsibility. They feed it. They keep its cage clean, all that stuff. And, I mean, you were just literally moving a box. It was a box. Yeah, he put them in an Amazon box, cut holes in it, and then we taped 
hand warmers underneath it to keep it warm. Yeah. Um, and he was fine. He ate right before we left. And I mean, there was, I think it was the second night is the night, the second night in the second hotel is when I said, I'm really worried about him. I don't want him to like be dead when I get to Arizona. So I opened the box. This is another PSA, kids. Remember, don't smoke too much pot late at night because (laughs) you do get paranoid and you maybe think you killed your snake. So he was fine. He made it, obviously. And then we've been like, he, he and I were here together alone for six or seven weeks. And I'll tell you, we bonded. I mean, he had a really bad shed. So I ended up putting him in a bathtub, in a warm bathtub to get the skin off him. Um, and we just became friends. I fed him. Like, I talked to him. I pet him now. I pet him. So she literally goes from being um, adverse to snakes to having this relationship with our own pet snake. She's bandit. And I'm watching this video today. And it's her in this pool. And oh, my goodness, there's a snake. And I'm expecting what everyone's expecting. The screech, the freak out. The camera goes shaky because you're running or swimming away or well, something. Well, you didn't get the scream on camera because I wasn't recording well, when I screamed. <laughs> the version she's presenting to all of us in the digital world is of her baby talking <laughs> a snake and then assisting it out of the water well, yeah. with her hand. You know, it just occurred to me about 10 seconds ago, I could have used the net. <laughs> she picks up the snake by hand. Very safe. I mean, by the tail, although the bigger they are, you usually want to go by the head because yeah, then. They, but the, and I knew know. that, but I was like, I mean, this, he was a baby, was clearly he? a okay. baby. I mean, his eyes were almost bigger than his head. He was adorable. So she picks up this snake by the, by, tail. By the tail while she's baby talking it like, like it's a fucking kitten <laughs> and walks it very calmly over and puts it in our neighbor's yard. Don't worry. The neighbor doesn't live there. No, apparently from what we've kind of learned, he's in Europe and only lives there like a yeah. month out of the year. And, he ain't there. And from what I understand, the last couple of years have been real fun with travel. Between oh yeah. The US I don't think he's Europe. coming back. I'm actually. Surprised he hasn't sold the house yet. But I figured it'd be a safe place for the snake to go because nobody lives there. And as I'm watching this, I am literally, I am the therapist side of me because that's the world I'm living in right now. I want to encourage her and I'm like, I want to blow off fireworks because I'm like, what a triumph to watch you now humanize, which is odd because we're talking about animals, but you humanize that animal the same way you you, uh, humanize our bird, the cat. Like if there was a stray kitten who was in your pool, you would quickly pick it up, right? Even though that kitten, I guarantee you, is probably going to claw the shit out of you. Yeah. You would still do it quickly without thinking. But a snake, most people would A, try to drown it. Oh, God, how terrible. Or B, like like maybe use a net. Or C, just probably, I assume, scream and run out of the general and, and area. And call, try to find somebody to call. who, And then they call like a, a, a snake person. Again, if this so, was like a, f- a full-grown rattlesnake, this would have been a different story. This was a baby was, snake. I'm just, I'm telling you. Completely harmless. He was adored. Like I said, watch the video. His eyes are bigger than his head. I swear to God, he's a newborn. Yeah. He's so freaking cute. Listen. And I, I'm like, well, he ain't going to hurt me, and he's going to drown if he stays in here, so I'm going to get him out. I have done some shit in my life that I am proud that I overcame, and I've done some kooky stuff. But this, I felt, was like a lesson for anyone out there who has ever thought, I can never do that. Yes, you can. If you've ever uttered to yourself, you know what? No, I never 
Just think. I guarantee you, how many times did you say yeah. growing up about snakes? I'll never touch a snake. No. I'll never pick one up. I'll never have one as a pet. 90% of the people on our social media said that about never, our never, video. Never, never, They're never, like, never, I would never. burn the house down. Exactly, right? Congratulations. That's amazing. It's cute. Good for you. It was just, it was, it was a job. Like, I was jarred because i was swimming laps yes. and he wasn't in there when i got in the pool and then i'm like halfway through a lap yeah. and it was I hot today him. it yeah. was hot today in oro valley it was 106 degrees for a high so you know I middle to be, well, yeah. middle of the day i assume yeah well yeah, uh, yeah about two o'clock oh that's a hot time yeah. yeah that's when aj wants to go outside yeah. swimming well it was okay. actually it's pretty shaded in our backyard that time of the day Is but it? yeah but he was cute he's a amazing baby. seriously he's a baby seriously Again. fucking amazing now uh Let's let's be clear here. I've also seen the lore of the tarantula here in Arizona, <laughs> and I know that it's they're here because yeah. my best friend from first grade on, who lives literally a half hour south of here, which is glorious, by the way, to reconnect with a friend like that after yeah, this long. But that's it's pretty cool. It's so, and neither we both moved all over the country, so like to know somebody that yeah, lives near us is yeah. really neat right now. Um, but she posted a ring. Uh, video ring camera mm-hmm. of her dogs finding a tarantula outside the front door. She was dead 30. or alive. Dead or alive. Oh, alive. That's awesome. And that was the first thing I said. She goes, "Oh, it was playing dead when the huskies were outside." But yeah, she's was like, wondering. "No, it's it was alive." So well, she has huskies. Oh, they tore that thing apart. No, they didn't. No, no. I showed you the video. They kind of jumped back. They did uh, the like the the sniff and like the the, they try. Yeah, and woof. then they jump back. But <laughs> so I know if there was a tarantula in our pool, yeah. I can't then guarantee I would like manhandle it. I would probably net it. You can net it. You can net it. We I have two have different kind of pool nets. I know. I could have net the snake. It never occurred to me though. Yeah, for some you absolutely reason. could have. But you, but you did a very good job of picking that little baby. You reminded me of us kids in the city, the lore of the gardener snake that someone would find every yeah. once in a while. Which I'm pretty sure this thing was like the most uh, whatever. It could have been a gardener snake. It was like the most harmless whatever. It's actually an anaconda. That's what it was she has not an anaconda. Anaconda. He's cute, and Listen now he lives cute. next door. Listen, yeah, I know, right? See, He's going to end up back in our pool. <laughs> I'm getting the uh, the same way I was pulling up the other day, and I opened up uh, the garage, and Gene Parmesan, <laughs> Gene Parmesan, who's the lizard, of course, that lives in our uh, bushes in the front yard, he was along the garage door. So when I opened it, he ran inside. He freaked out because I was there. Yeah. And what he do? He bolted into the garage. Aww, and I'm like, Gene, you got to get outside. So I just made some noise like ooga booga. You think it's hot outside? Sit in this garage know, for right? 10 minutes. And like I left the door open for like 10 Aww. minutes and then I went back out and closed it. Hopefully Gene's out there. I saw but... him the other day. He's fine. Okay, we're all <laughs> Do you know what I want to do next though? And I've been researching it all day. Go ahead. I would like to try some of the fruit off the cactus in our front yard. So what is the fruit? I saw someone on the side of the road by the outlet mall in Tucson uh, collecting this uh, same kind of fruit off the same kind of cactus we happen to have in our front yard. Yeah, it's, what called is this? A, it's called a prickly pear cactus. And I feel like I've heard stuff with prickly pear. I have, in, well, yeah, they just say it. prickly pear. They don't say cactus. They just uh, say prickly pear. Which uh, makes you think it's a pear. Well, and that's, I'm like, uh, what is deceptive. it? Like a pear? That's what I said. I'm like, you need to call it what it is. It's a cactus, they man. They sell you like a jar of this shit that's prickly pear. You're like, oh, this is great pear. Yeah, no, it's a cactus. No shit. But yeah, there this cactus outside our front yard, it's huge. 
And it started like growing these little things. And when they fell off, I stepped on one of them and it exploded and it was all red inside. I said, what the hell is growing off this cactus? And then you mentioned the guy on the side of the road that was collecting the fruit off the prickly pear. So I Googled it. Um, Yes, you can eat that. And we could literally walk outside right now, twist Mm. one off and eat it. See, I knew like Apparently they say it tastes kind of like bubble gum mixed with watermelon. Oh, I'm in on that. I know. And, And you don't really have to. All you do is they say um, it has to be completely like ruby red or purple. If, okay. it, if the stem is green, it's not ready. Right. But they said you can harvest them by August. Are you so, tell me we're farmers now. Yeah. I'm all about this, man. We're living off the land. So you go out and they said some people use tongs. Otherwise, you can just kind of twist it off because it, okay. it does have little pricks on it. Yeah, I was about to say. So like, how do you eat it? Do you have to like core it or something? Um, yeah, you have to. You cut it in half and then you take the outside uh, skin off and you can eat the inside. And I mean, they use it. They, it's weird. Um, in Mexico, they call it tuna fruit. Okay. Which is terribly deceiving because that sounds fruit. disgusting. Yeah. They're, or just tuna is Boy, what they every, call it. Everyone is fucking mislabeling this I thing know. no matter where you are. No like, one wants tuna. you to know it's a, it's a cactus. It's if, a pear. If you handed tuna. me something and said it's tuna fruit, I'd tell you to get bent. I'd That's be like, crazy. no, I'm not interested. But um, yeah, apparently they use it in like different recipes and stuff in Mexico. And, and like, I really want to try it. I, cool. I mean, I've never had a plant in my yard that I can just pick stuff off and eat it. I think this is cool. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, and I, I still have, and I thought if we were gonna when the rain came, because we had a historic uh, wet July in the Tucson area. In fact, now that it's officially over and we're in August, it was the wettest uh, July in Tucson history. Yeah, it was like seven and a half inches of rain. It was pretty crazy. You probably saw the video of the so, flooding. On yeah, the oh, there were more than enough days where we had rain, 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 rain. It became almost a common subject, which is very odd, yeah. right? But um, with all that rain, things are sprouting that you yes. never saw sprout before. And in our backyard, we had this uh, uh, some kind of bush it looks like but if you get up close and you smell it it smells like citrus it's super citrusy and i'm thinking all right is this like a i don't know a fucking tangerine or orange or lemon I don't, some kind of is there something growing bush. on it now well no it just kept now it just kept like it poofed like there's more green and well, it's yeah. bigger but there's nothing it still smells awesome i'll have to google that now that we figured out we can eat the, the fruit uh, off yeah. the cactus in the See? front yard i'll figure out what that she's bush just is. prepping for the next move to hawaii where she'll be fully farming i'm gonna be a farmer <laughs> fully farming on the land like randy marsh i feel like yeah. we should uh we should try the prickly pear cactus fruit on the next podcast Oh, I could do that. That'd be a good idea. You, well, so you can go outside and check if they're uh, ripe or whatever. Yeah. You I better don't... be right on this, man. You better not have me eat some shit that's going to give me indigestion. Well, I mean, you know, worst case scenario, it gives you the shits for 24 hours and you're fine. <laughs> Haven't you I... ever watched like Naked and Afraid? You get dysentery, man. Yes, but you know, most of those people don't do their research before they go on. They just start picking stuff off the ground. Uh, I've done, uh, just like all those um, COVID deniers, I've done my own research. Oh, did you really? <laughs> Thank you. you. have a medical degree? No, sir. I read like four different articles today about how to cut them. Okay. What you can how to you, harvest. How to harvest them, how to p- take them off the cactus, what you recipes. Like you can make a pie. Okay. There's all kinds of fun stuff we can do with that. I had no clue. And that thing, and I've also found out since we moved here how long it takes for these cactuses to grow 
as big as they are. It's like the ones we have that I'm just blatantly like chopping big uh, well, pieces off. You of. had to cut a couple paddles off that because that's that was like Dane, that that got me on the first day. Yeah, it was like part of it. It's so big and it's this, a big paddle. What is it? A prickly pear. Yeah, and, and nobody's lived here for a year, so this thing was like growing over the driveway. Yeah, I stepped out of the car and walked past it and nailed my leg. So we cut some paddles off it. That's not going to kill it. It's yeah. fine. It's huge. I mean, I figured it's pretty damn big, but like that's a big one though. That's, that's a, big one, a big one, and even the saguaro cactuses which now i look at every single one of them yeah. because you notice we have a couple in our neighborhood but they're just it's just the one big like phallus yeah um the big it, wiener in the air yeah it can take um up to 200 years for it to sprout arms Jesus. so think about that the ones that, that have arms fucking nutty man. have been around for hundreds of can years think, and even and even listen, just the the ones the big the big dick ones i've been around for 100 years. i want you to say that again 200 years to grow those arms. Yeah. Huh? And right now, think about your problems. Guess what? Insignificant. Right? It fucking matter. Well, that's why- You're going to be dead and gone. Your yeah. problems be buried with you. Those saguaros are still going to be growing that arms. saguaro, before even it gets the arm to go, hello. See, this is the nice part about being in all these Arizona Facebook groups is people yeah. take pictures of the saguaros that have like the most arms. And there's one that's like legendary. I think it's in Saguaro National Park, which is like 40 minutes south of us. But I mean, it is, it's got like a hundred arms. They're like, can you imagine yeah. how long it's? And, and the amazing thing about these cactuses too, is that their roots are super shallow. If you wanted to, you could kick one over easily. Um, and that's why they're a protected species. So if you think about what they have to go through just to make it to 200 years to grow one arm, that's amazing. It's a nice way to uh, conceptualize your problems, yeah. your issues, the same way I always commonly tell AJ, and now she started telling other people, is to look up, you know? Just go outside, look yeah. up. That's all you got to do is just look up. We mean nothing. Just really kind of conceptualize like, And that know. doesn't mean you're not going to live in your head the next day anyway. Yeah. It's like my but problems. For that, for that moment. Yeah. That your, moment. your problems will come back to haunt you, but for that moment, just look up and realize none of it matters. But just <laughs> sit there and think about how long that saguaro um has to be just to be what it has to become and think yeah. of think about yourself man how long that process can take right boy hope you know what hopefully yours doesn't take 200 years. i sure hope not i hope i hope your process takes a um a lot less <laughs> what you looking for behind no, somebody just walked up the uh to the door oh did they what are they selling i don't know we ain't buying pal Maybe it's... We've gotten uh, so many solicitors since we moved here. Maybe it's the HOA people. I uh, realized that I emailed... Oh, what did we do wrong now? Jeez. I emailed the HOA people in a response to their letter to us like a month ago. They when never they got bit, back They to bitched me. at us for having the garbage can outside the garage for yeah. a day. They, they literally... <laughs> Like freaking PIs drove by our house and took a freaking picture. Let's see. I emailed them back with a very thoughtful response and never heard back anything. So maybe. Oh, so that's you were nice them. and they didn't get back to you? Well, screw them. Yeah. I thought maybe it was them creeping up on the uh, on the yard. They taking pictures. They're trying to find something else. Maybe it's because I threw the snake in the neighbor's yard. They're coming to yell at me. You're on. Uh, you were caught. I was on, caught on camera. You were probably caught on like a ring camera. Right. Well, what am I supposed to do? That's I thought you, that. That dude next door has to have a ring camera. I didn't Some want. Kind of I didn't want to put the snake on the other side of our concrete fence because there's a road back there. Even though there's a lot of wooded yeah, area, but there's a huge ravine. That's like where people like there's a big like down. I area. know, but I wanted to give him the choice. That's where he should have gone. Oh well, thanks. Go. Then why don't you go find him and put him where he needs I'm to be? I'm just thinking about. <laughs> He's probably still in that bush in the neighbor's yard. Out of the two places, I think that would have been a more you know. 
better place. Well, I also thought it'd be nice. You know, he can swim in the neighbor's pool because nobody's using it. Obviously. If he's, if he's hot and he needs a drink, but you can still, swim over there. Nobody's there. But don't forget, the neighbor's pool still looks better than ours. <laughs> I did think it was ironic because we are having the pool... This is so weird to me, and I didn't know this was a thing until mm-hmm. we moved here. People who have in-ground pools, every I think they said five to six years, you're supposed to have it completely drained, power washed, and then refilled. And when we moved here, our, our pool was kind of a hot mess because nobody lived here for a year. And Pat was so convinced. He's like, we can we can fix it ourselves. We can scrub. We can use chemicals. I'm just saying I had- He has brought our, he brought our pool back in Michigan from like deep- murky green to crystal clear yeah, blue like like i had my only experience with pools had been the, the traditional you know above ground above ground pools that we have in the in the old midwest and uh yeah i had turned many of bad situations into good ones but the problem is i didn't know that um well you know it, I the realized, soil's gone bad sort of say. well that's the problem is that you were fixing the water yeah the water in our pool is actually fine it's not the issue it's there's algae growing on the sides of the pool yeah. and the water is really actually in really good shape. I had it tested. It's it's fine, but we can't scrub the algae off the side. We killed it, but we can't scrub it all off. So we're having the pool drained, washed, and then refilled this week. And I said, isn't that perfect right after the snake decides to go for a dip? Oh, that is true, man. Yeah. Get, you can get it all sanitized, feel like you're not swimming in uh, snake water. Snake water. <laughs> I also found two two dead pack rats in there too. So think Jesus, of, when? Think about that. When? You know, I told you this. No, you didn't. Oh, no, I forgot. No, you absolutely you know did what? not. I forgot because I wanted to aren't wait. Aren't pack rats, aren't they like adorable too? And they're just like durables. I know, they're cute. Kind of looking like, you know. When did you? When when did that happen? Uh, that was a couple of weeks ago. Maybe I forgot to tell you because yes, I, I was waiting to tell you on a podcast. Oh, I you always, forgot. I always wait for the good time. Tie a, a string around your finger next time you next find time, dead pack rats in the pool. <laughs> and guess what I did with them? What? I did not baby talk them, no. but I did pick them up by the tail and throw them into our neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, did you really? No, I oh, didn't. Okay. <laughs> Perry, are you in there? Be right out! I hope you're not using the toilet, it's broken. Huh? The toilet doesn't flush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How you doing? What? You're on hour, like, what, 19 of uh, being up right now? I've been up since 3.20 this morning. Fantastic. Good job. This is like old AJ. Let me tell you, when I met AJ. I'm very tired. <laughs> I mean, she she was always kind of a, I mean, as we know, she's always in motion. She's a shark, right? So when I first met her, though, she was in this uh, half college half young professional, half hustler, super hustle mode. And you were doing shit like this all the time where you would work at four in the morning and then do like three jobs back to back and do a class and then and then go out and party with me, you know, because of course I was cute and charming. Well, yeah, I did want to hang out with you. So she'd show up to wherever I was then and I'd be like, how was your day? She was like, I've been up since two o'clock yesterday. Yeah, but I'm 38 now and like it just, I, I can't, I, today was insane insanely busy and I just 
I feel like I was just running like on empty all day. And yeah. then as soon as everything calmed down, I'm like, oh shit, I'm tired. You know, it, like I can't, I'm not it, a 24 year old me would go out to the bar still, <laughs> you know, not, not 38 year old me. I am very much looking forward to bedtime. It's very interesting. Like myself figuring out, um, I guess new, just energy, um, techniques because, Look, well, yeah, I mean, we're both on just completely different schedules yeah. than we've ever been on. And even though my schedule is like super basic as far as kind of like nine to five, it, it's pretty nine to five. I've never worked a traditional nine to five. So and how is this for you? Is it weird? So it's well, it's different because like the old world with radio, like you were kind of like, you know, always uh, on. You were never really ever off. No, you, you were always kind of doing something, but you had some flexibility after you had a certain part of your job done. So on the days where the radio show was done and you had your other work done or whatever it was, you had to get done around the station, uh, you know, you, you kind of just jot off and do your thing. What I'm doing now, uh, basically in mental health services, I don't know the last time you went to go see your therapist, but ladies and gentlemen, this is your reminder to go see your therapist, see your therapist. AJ and ask her about it when she uh, booked her visit. Remember the last time we did one of these check-ins and we said, book a, an appointment and AJ said, Oh, I'm going to do that. How was that appointment? I don't have insurance yet. So you didn't book that appointment. No. Right, there we go, folks. There I am not. What is, what is this? I've noticed this pattern with you. When you come home from work, you're kind of on a war path. Like you're very much like you want, you, you come in giving a shit. For um, like you find things to nitpick, well, and then today, hold and then on. you and then you calm down a little hold bit, on. and you're like friendly pat, but hold you come on. home like. Rawr. Hold on, today was a Coke because we make it a point when we have Coca Cola in the house or really any pop product is we keep it out of sight, out of mind. So we keep it like in the garage and the laundry room. And what you do is you put a couple in the fridge every day exactly. and, and that you relegate yourself to that. Thank you. And I, and, and listen, I'm bad at it. Just as bad as our son, where if we put the whole 24 pack in the fridge, it's gone. We're just going to chug through it. So we put one or two in there at a time. One would logically dictate since you live in a communal setting with other people that if you were to take the last Coke that you may replace it. Right? Go, you know, maybe I should put one in the place so the next person can have it. And I get off the road. Get off the road as though you've been driving truck cross country for it's a 30 week. 30 minutes, by the way. 30 <laughs> minutes I drive each way. So really, it's an hour commute. Listen, but, I know you feel but, like you've but, got one up on me because but, I don't leave the house no, to work. I just love and giving you, do. you shit. I love giving you shit. You I, give me shit. Listen, to be honest, I love leaving the house. I love my drive. I love the commute. I love what it allows me to have which is both time with my son because I've been able to drop him off. Is that working out for you? It is. I had to adjust my schedule a little bit, and now I think I adjusted it too much. Me and him got there like a little early today, which was fine for him because there were lots of kids there. But then I got to work like 10 minutes early, which isn't that a bad thing, but I just kind of walked around with my twiddling thumbs for I've 10 minutes. I've pretty much figured out anytime that I'm working, you're going to have to drive him to school. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, no, no, I can no. pick him up every totally single day. Cool, it's not totally a cool. But so, no, I actually enjoy the commute. I enjoy going out. All that stuff is fun. But but then he comes home like a crabby ass home. dad and he's ready to give everybody shit. No, but when I finally get it, I finally get all you people that, that have commuted for years. Again, I've just never done it. Okay. I've always worked weird, whatever the hell I've done. I come home, there's no Coke in the fridge. Oh, jeez. Fine. That's what made me a little... And, and what did I say? I quickly just told everyone, please, 
Next time, take the last one, replace it, right? And then what did I do? I replaced them. I got a Coke. I put some ice cubes in there, and it's fine, right? And did, we moved on, right? Did right? it ever occur right, to you right. what what I dealt with today? And maybe putting Coke in the fridge was not right. on my list of well, shit and, to and, do. And actually, it wasn't on. Today, today was on, hell day. Hold on, but it actually wasn't on you. That was just like like an out loud lesson. See, it's funny that you thought that, that I directed that at you because it was our son. You were just kind of talking to the room, so exactly. I assume you were yelling at all of us. So it's funny that you assume I'm yelling at you because I was just trying to say, hey, if you take the last one and replace it, it was our son who had the last one next to him. And he goes, I had the last one. So he went and he replaced him. Fine. I finally get it why the nine to fivers, when you get home, you do kind of want things just to go smooth. I understand. Because you have. You know, you've been gone all day. You're finally getting home to your 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 domain. This is where you can be you. There's no face masks. There's no bullshit. Listen, all day I was thinking I have to get this house in order for when for when Krabby Pants comes yes. home from work tonight. And I that's all I no. did all day long after yeah. I get off work. She's leading you to believe that I am this tyrant, right? This bully who no, comes you, in. But you do come in kind of on the warpath until you now she's you know. now she's gonna say warpath, right? Right? So today it was the Coke. No, today we're fine until the Coke. Okay. And, and then, then the Coke made you. How crabby. long did that last? Oh, like a couple minutes. Okay, thank you. I mean, you have to say these things because you realize some people get crabby for like fucking weeks. I know. <laughs> I'm learning that now when I talk to my friends and they're like, yeah, me and my wife got into a fight. We didn't talk for about four days. I can't imagine not okay? talking to Pat for so, four days. So please give me some fucking credit here. <laughs> And say you got crabby for three minutes. You got crabby for three minutes. Jesus Christ. It's just, again, it's just weird because we're adjusting a new schedule. So to see him come home from work at 5 p.m. crabby is funny to me. Now, if you want to talk about crabbiness, and and, and, and like I said, you get out, you get home, you want no bullshit, you just want to be able to walk in and be you. Yesterday, the bullshit came when I walked in. And when I mean bullshit, I walked into a home. With only our son, because AJ was out doing a little Irish dance lesson, right? We actually talked on our commute. We did. Pulled into the house, got in. First thing I hear, our son goes, Dad! Uh-oh. Pepper just took a big dump right in front of me. Oh, my God. Now, of course, I'm sitting there thinking, now, if I wouldn't have walked in the fucking door, <laughs> was he, because, you know, he's playing video games. Was he just going to continue down Mortal Kombat lane? Probably. While the big dump was right there like, holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah, Anyways, look at that crazy beep, shit. Beep, 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 back <laughs> yeah. to the game. So I go, you know, again, I literally, because I have one, I have a little man bag. You know, so I immerse. Immerse. I literally come in, and I, I, before I even put down my man bag, it's holy crap, Pepper took a big dump right in front of me. So I put down the man bag, and then I go, look. And it's what all animal lovers, especially dog owners, love the most when you go to clean up an accident from one of your pets. It's wet. It's a wet poopy. It's a wet one. It's a wet dude. That's right. No, not just like, you know, maybe the kid got caught up playing PS4 and forgot to let her out and she just no. had to drop a duke. No, this was a big explosion on the floor. And by the way, we have no carpet. I had to reiterate Thank this. Thank God. I had to reiterate this to my to, to my coworkers today because I said, now, don't cry too hard. I moved from the Midwest and I hate carpet. I never want to have it again no. ever. So n- there's no carpet. Cleanup is relatively easy. But if you think my pile of poop 
stopped at the one that was taken so eloquently right in front of our child, you'd be wrong. I go to clean that one up, no problem. Now I can go change out of my clothes, go to walk in our bedroom, boom, big old pile of pee. Oh, my god! So I go, here's a big old puddle of pee right in front of me. So now I got to clean that up. Clean that up. Now I can go and take off my nice button-down shirt and my pants that I've been wearing and my belt and the nice dress socks, and I walk it into our bedroom, and I walk into our bathroom, which leads to our closet, and what's in <gasps> the bathroom? Yeah, another big wet, loose duke. Oh, All right? No. And it sucks, too, because right okay. then you're like, oh, my God, she's sick, and this isn't going to end for a few days. Now, this is really a, a story for another podcast, boys and girls. This is on top of the fact that to my left in my bathroom, where I have now a wet pile of poop on top of the other wet pile of poop on top of the puddle of pee, it's basically a fucking video game obstacle course I'm going through in my house. Like, like, like I'm, I'm advancing levels by finding the poo and the pee, and they're like, level up, you get to clean it. Oh, and the ding, fi- ding, 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 you get to clean up this one. The final level was our toilet. Because our toilet <laughs> was fucking clogged with a big old dookie in it. It was your dookie. <laughs> but I clogged it. Thank you. I, was, I, I wasn't even going to say the butt. I was going to let you say the butt. So I... I <laughs> Don't even get into it. That's not even important. No, I'm not. I'm Just not. for folks to know, on top of Poo Trail Lane that I've been following, it ends at a toilet which is filled with poo that is not going down uh, where it should go. I well, our our dog she she peed in the bathroom on the tile, which again it's not the worst thing in the world, but still I was like working, so I'm like I got to clean this up quick and get back to work. Yeah. So I just grabbed an enormous wad of toilet paper, yeah. soaked it up, dropped it in the toilet, flushed it, and then realized. Uh oh, it didn't go down. And guess mm-hmm. what? We don't have in the house. Yeah, what's that? A freaking plunger. So I text Pat and I'm like, hey, you know, just don't, don't, don't flush the toilet. It doesn't flush right now. I'm going to get a, a plunger. Now, this is a text that you sent at what time? I don't know. Uh, it was, it, well, I was working overnight. So it was like about 5 a.m. All right, 5 a.m. And you get up at like 7. Right. So this is like a text you sent in the middle of the night and you go, when this person wakes up, We assume what everyone assumes. You know, open up your phone first thing, read this text. Except when you assume, what do you do? You make an ass out of you and me. So if you assume that the first thing I do on my daily journey is open up my fucking phone, you are sorely mistaken. No, he went and dropped a dookie in the toilet and then realized I said, hey, don't flush the toilet. (laughs) Oh, my God. The uh, the phrase, when did you eat corn, was uttered in our house last so, night. <laughs> I want you to know that's how my uh, day uh, ended or, or, or evening began. And I'm not even including the 9 p.m. run to Home Depot for a different kind of plunger for another futile attempt to get the big duke. Uh, out of the the uh, toilet. Well, that was the weird part. Is like we're plunging it, and I'm like, it's not even the it's poopy that's plunging it. It's it's not even the poopy that's clogging it. It's the toilet paper. Yeah. But and like we don't have real uh, like like high power. No. To- and I get it. We're in a fucking desert. Yeah. Dude. You can't waste all that water. Do you know how terrifying it was this morning to have to call a plumber? I got a. I have a shitty well, toilet. I'm like, it's so it's so cliche it to be like, I have a clogged toilet. They're like, okay, we'll be there at nine. I'm like, sweet, because nobody else could get here for like days. Yeah, and I'm like that. 
like Dude, I showered in she's a trooper. This this bitch doesn't care. She will <laughs> she'll take a big shit in a bathroom and then immediately steam it up in the shower and be like, I don't care. I'm gonna shower in like poop steam. Who cares? I I last night tapped out. I said, I'm showering in the other bathroom. Did you really? Fuck yeah. Not, nope, not her. She not got in right bathroom. in there. She's like, no problem. I'm going to shower up. This was like, I've never seen anything like it. The only time I can remember seeing something like this was at Bonnaroo. Hmm. It was Bullshit Mountain. Yeah, Bullshit Mountain's great. Bullshit Mountain is a world-famous Bonnaroo story told by us. Thank you. 2014? 2014. Part of, part of Bonnaroo lore. Um. There was one porta potty in the media camping area because they were just kind of trying to figure out like the media camping yeah. area and what what amenities you're going to offer. So there's one porta potty way back in the corner, and it became the shit bathroom because it was all the way far back. You could go in there, take a dookie, and walk away, and it wasn't by any like campsites or anything. But everybody went in there to drop a duke, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Pat and our uh, neighboring campers said. Wow, um, the poop is literally uh, cresting yeah. bullshit mountain. Like it was literally coming out of the top because nobody cleaned the porta potties. It's coming up out of the uh, blue water. Yeah, so <laughs> the little magic blue water. They put <laughs> so the joke was, how high is bullshit mountain? And that's what last night reminded me of. It was like this soupy, and it. <laughs> If you if you plunge too hard, like you got sprayed, that's how high the water was. <laughs> so you had to be like real mindful, and like both of us were like standing super so, far okay. back. <laughs> okay, so we figure out last night. So again, my my whole day yesterday was was poop. Was poop. It was everywhere. <laughs> I couldn't wait to get back to work. I'm like, please get me back with my residence because <laughs> get me out of here. At least the fucking bathrooms work. Well, I was just afraid to call. At least the dog at work doesn't shit everywhere. Okay. We know our dog is sick when she goes in the house like I that. I mean, like she she won't she will not go outside when she's sick. But um, here's but hold on. So, so I was afraid what? to call a plumber. Okay. And so you say, had, what was this like? Well, I ring, was, ring, ring. Yeah. Um. Hi. My uh, clog. My my toilet's clogged, and oh, I can't unplug. Oh no. It. And uh, like, uh, what kind of what? Uh, what's it clogged with? No, ma'am? there were no details like that until oh, they got here. Okay. All right. So then you show up. All right. Knock, knock, knock. That was the hard part. And I go, "Hello, I'm Joe the plumber. Remember that guy? Didn't that guy run for fucking Congress? Joe the plumber. Remember yeah, he guy? did. Uh, hi, I'm Joe the plumber, ma'am. What seems to be the problem? My toilet's clogged and I can't uh, plunge it. Okay. Now, this is where it gets interesting because I wanted to know if she's going to give the guy a heads up before he enters the bathroom. That it's cresting over with shit. Because I feel like (laughs) if I'm a plumber, I want a heads up so I can put on a mask. I absolutely gave him a heads up. So, hold on. So, you just told me what... Oh, oh, oh. So, uh, how do you think it uh, got that way? What happened? Too much toilet paper. I know how it got that way. All right. You want to just go ahead and show me where it is? Yeah, but I'm going to warn you, it is freaking disgusting. Well, I'm a plumber, ma'am. I've, I've dealt with disgusting before. It was bad. It was real bad. They opened the lid and said, ooh, that's bad. Nice. <laughs> um, after they were done with it, they disinfected that part of our bathroom because they're like, well, you know just, what shit particles are all all around you? Um, th- wonderful father and son business, and I will use them again. Jesus but the Christ. father was the dad. What, what, you, you know, we're their story tonight. I know. You know they're sitting around having meatloaf, right? Oh. And, and, and they're like, hey, you want to know what we did today at work? Holy shit. Looked like somebody blended Isn't a meatloaf. Isn't this so great that we're not on the radio? Because, see, if we were, <laughs> it, it would be... Hey, you know, you know those two new assholes on the radio? Well, we went to 
their house today. So I love this. It was a father-son-owned uh, business, and they were okay. only ones who could get here before, like, Sunday. And I'm like, yeah. I can't keep this shit-filled toilet. <laughs> And um, so yeah, they got they were super nice about it. And they put on a mask or anything? No. Oh fuck that! So I put on a mask. You could. I think the dad um immigrated because he he spoke English yeah. well, but it was he still has a really thick accent. Okay. So he he kept trying to like search for a word, and it kept coming out as feces. And I was like, yes, I know there's poo in there. Yeah. And poop. then his son, who is at you know has no yeah. accent yeah. at all, was like. Well, you know, we've seen some crazy stuff. We've seen like, and I was, and he, but then they said, but this was bad. We've seen some crazy stuff, I'm Like, ma'am. I didn't know. I, I was just totally honest about it. I'm like, I put too much toilet paper in there. And then my husband took a shit. So now there's poop on top of it. Jesus. I'm like, it's, but that's the thing. I'm like, it's not even poo clogging it. It's the poo's just there. So, and he was like, he was trying to done. explain to me that he right. disinfected it because he goes, you know, the, the, the feces, the feces, feces have been there for, for like a day and he kept trying to say it. I'm like, yes, I know it's yes. disgusting. You, uh, you disgust me. <laughs> I disgust myself. Like, you are, you are Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> Jesus Christ, well, you know, what a day you've had. And, and here's the other, yeah. the other wonderful part. Yeah. So today, like I got off work at 11. I started work at three. Yeah. Yeah. By, yeah. By the way, where we started this whole thing, uh, she's been up since three thirty in the morning. And what time? It now it's like what 7 p.m. Uh, yeah, something yeah. Like so that. so you worked uh this 3 30 in the morning to, to 11 11 a.m. shift for your news gig yeah and then after that you said I'm gonna power nap but no nap happened um no na- and I knew it wouldn't because the plumber was here at nine so yeah I had, had kind of activity going on yeah the plumber was here they they oh, dealt- you were dealing with this shit while you were at work yes wow literally they she dealt was with dealing with they dealt with bullshit mountain I told wow. my I told my assignment editor I'm like my plumber's here I, my toilet's clogged with shit because <laughs> you know when all you're dealing with is like hard news all day you need something to break it up a little bit hey break uh, away from that covid news i got a shitty, shitty uh, toilet. toilet um but <laughs> so yeah the he came they came at nine they were gone by like 10 yeah. o'clock and then the solar power guys yeah. were here to do an inspection on the solar system yeah like the city inspector the system. Whatever. yeah whatever yeah. um and then the pool guy came over because we had our pool drained and clean because we we cannot clean it ourselves yeah. we tried and i mean it was like a three ring circus and here is the best part yeah our dog like i'm letting her out every two seconds yeah, i'm like go she's gonna shit on these guys shoes and that was my biggest fear is i'm like these people are coming in and out of my house i have to make sure there's no like runny piles of poop in corners <laughs> So Dude, I'm like running in circles around the house, making sure that Can she I didn't go you, anywhere. <laughs> if you were doing a quick hustle, because like I said, our new home is all, uh, it's not hardwood floors because we're not that fancy. No. It's vinyl, right? No, so it's, it's laminate. Laminate, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So it is, uh, if you were doing a quick hustle around a corner in a hallway in this home, oh. and, and there was a wet pile of poop, <laughs> not only are you slipping on it, you're going down hard. Yep. <laughs> you're breaking a fucking knee or something. <laughs> Do you know? And what? that poop is just, you're you, just going to slide. This is so funny because uh, in the few moments of downtime I had today, I was cruising and, Facebook. And, and by the way, just to reiterate, that's the dog's poop. It would not be mine. No, be Pat dog. doesn't poop in the I do it room. in the toilet. I just want everyone to know that it's not me leaving turds. I just can't believe I asked. I'm like, when did you have corn? Because I didn't eat corn last night. It was at work. We had a cafeteria menu. <laughs> Our it was uh, Taco Tuesday, oh, gross. Um, our friend that was a Taco Tuesday poop. By the way, I know, I could tell. 
I had to plunge it and I had to just plug my nose and go for it. I'm like, my, well, because then pa- you showered in that again. I you, didn't shower in the toilet. I no, showered but in the our bathroom. shower is like two feet away from that. Yeah, but it's shitter. got a glass door. Get the fuck out of here. You're disgusting. Uh, our friend Beth, who used to come to uh, AJ's adventures yes. back in Michigan. Yes. Um, when I was scrolling Facebook today, somebody asked, what's the grossest thing you ever stepped in? And her, her first comment was warm dog poo. Oh. And I just laughed because I'm like, that could have been me about six times today. Man. Now, if you excuse me, I have to go make a gourmet dinner of ground beef and rice for our dog. So yeah. she stops with the t- this i just find it amazing that that dogs god what a creature i don't know where she she's can, producing all this shit from. Well, she's a little dog she's a little dog and like not only that but she begged for every meal i had today she like ran after me and i'm like you are dropping deuces wet deuces all over this house and you're begging for food like do you realize, that's how i know she's like sick but not real sick do you realize it's just her and the kid who have switched places that it was, yeah. you know, 13 years ago, we were worried about his diapers exploding all yeah. over our shit. And now he's grown up, he's the potty just fine, and the dog is fucking 14. Meanwhile, has the runny shits all, all over, over the, the house. house. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.